You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out, as always, to everybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube stream. We're going to have a big show for you on a Tuesday. Listen, we know waiver wires run tomorrow, so we're going to get you set and ready for week three how much of your fab budget are you spending on guys do you want to burn your waiver priority or not we are also going to take a look back at last night's game monday night football between the giants and the lions and i don't know but if you were listening to this show yesterday before monday night football then you pretty much had that game cold i told you about how much i like that detroit lions offense with matthew stafford and jim bob cooter i told you about the proclivity of the tight end against the Giants defense and Eric Ebron showed up, showed out, got you a touchdown and I also told you about my concerns and fears for the New York Giants offense. I told you that offensive line was blunt guts trash and everybody now knows it but if you listen to speeds, you were ahead of the game you faded the Giants, you faded Eli Manning, okay? And also I've been saying for a while now that Shane Vereen is the back to own in New York because of that PPR action. Well, he also led the team in rushing as well. So we're going to be all right there, okay? Like I said, we're going to get into week three a little bit. You know, if we have time, we're going to get into our game by game previews. I'm going to tell you the top waiver wire ads, the top drops, and how I feel about those guys. And we will also take your calls. The number to call, if you don't already know, is 844 843 6879. The phone lines are open. We're going to be helping you out so you can win your leagues and win that cash. And if you want to contribute to the show, you also can on Twitter. You can holler at me at Spittin' Speed. You can always follow me, ask me some questions. I'll try to help you out. Thanks to everybody who does. I appreciate the support. You can get us at FNTSY Radio as well. Our poll question for tonight, which of the top ads that are happening right now in fantasy football for week three would you be most likely to spend your waiver priority or a big chunk of your fab budget on? My choices are Rashard Higgins, the the wide receiver of the Cleveland Browns. Is it Chris Thompson, the running back out there in Washington? Or is it Chris Carson, the running back in Seattle, who I believe has a Officially leapfrogged Thomas Rawls in that depth chart for the Seahawks. We will find out. And like I said, at the end of the show, you know what we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We also put the fun in functional sports radio. There's been a couple of interesting people, uh, athletes on Twitter uh, lately that we got to talk about. Kevin Durant and also Brandon Marshall after last night's game. It's kind of interesting. We'll get into that at the end of the show. We'll take your calls and we'll look ahead to week three. Wave of wire ads and game previews. When we come back, we're dropping stats over beats. It's your boy Dane Martinez on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's go. 
always wanted to go to Minnesota but never had a reason to? Well, this year, that's where the big game is. And the Fantasy Sports Radio Network wants to send you there. Starting in week four, we are giving away free tickets to the big game on February 4th in Minnesota with our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer our four trivia questions right and you're going to the big game. Listen in next week to find out what shows and what times the contest will be running. It's the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS only on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The gangsters around know my whole crew. We be popping things right here, dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Everybody knows my whole crew, and you can get everybody on my crew on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. If you're not listening live, you need to download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. This way, whether it is live or on demand, you get not only Speeds the Spitting Statistician, you get my man Tony Sincata, you get the King Scott Angle, you get the All In Kid J. Seely. You get guys like Greg Sussman, Corey Parson, Mike Florio, Frank Stanfield, Joe Galena, my man, Joe Pisapia, and everybody giving you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. All right, let me give you some news and notes from around the NFL, and we start with Jordy Nelson, who, remember, was pulled in the first quarter of Sunday Night Football last week. They are saying he is 50-50 for Sunday game at home against the Cincinnati Bengals because of that quad issue. He is 50-50. If he does not go, I think it is a big-time boost to guys like Devontae Adams, guys like Martellus Bennett, and guys like Ty Montgomery. Montgomery, Ty Montgomery, who is right now the number two rated running back in all of fantasy football. In Cleveland, wide receiver Rashad Higgins, who is on our poll as one of the top waiver wire ads this week. He is apparently being listed as a starter on the Cleveland Browns depth chart. I think that's very interesting because they have, in fact, moved Corey Coleman to IR. He has now broken his hand, not one, but two years in a row. It seems like it's going to be Rashad Higgins as one of the starters. He even Outsnapped Kenny Britt last week. Okay, he got 54 snaps. Kenny Britt only 42. Maybe he's someone you can spend a little bit of fab budget on. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Head coach of the Washington football team, Jay Gruden says that he's got to be, quote-unquote, got to be careful with Chris Thompson. Remember, Chris Thompson blew up, was a diamond in the rough, and somebody that I've been telling you about, especially in PPR formats, for a long time. But remember, remember last week, when I told you that Ron Rivera said that he didn't want to use up Christian McCaffrey, that he was like a new toy you didn't want to use the batteries on, it's another one of these PPR kind of backs, okay? And you don't want to get them stressed too much. I'm thinking about guys like Danny Woodhead. I think about guys like Shane Vereen. I think about guys, you know, like Pop Quiz or Charles Sims down in Tampa also. You like what they can do, but if you turn to, if you use them a little too much or if you use them outside of their role, then they could get banged up, and that's not good for anybody. So that's what Jay Gruden is saying about Washington running back, PPR stud Chris Thompson. I actually love the play next week of Chris Thompson against the Oakland. Oakland Raiders at home on Sunday night football. I think Chris Thompson will continue to return value for you, especially in PPR leagues. And remember, those Raiders are bad against the pass. All right. Also, unfortunately, the Carolina Panthers have, in fact, moved Greg Olson, their tight end, to injured reserve. I think on the the first thing, 
is what does that mean for Carolina? For Carolina, I think it is a big boost to Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin is one of these kind of off-the-radar guys who's always returning wide-out two numbers at the end of the season, and you don't really think about it. I think even more opportunities go Kelvin Benjamin's way with the loss of Greg Olson. The same can be said for Christian McCaffrey. And keep an eye out on the other rookies. Second-round pick out of Ohio State, Curtis Samuel. I think he can start to grow an opportunity as well down there in Carolina. If you had Greg Olson, though, and you need a tight end, let me tell you something. Right Right now in 64% of leagues only owned is Jack Doyle. You can get Jack Doyle in he's unowned in a third of leagues right now. Check him out. I think Jack Doyle could be someone you want um, especially coming up this week. They play the Cleveland Browns. You know that defense can be had and Jack Doyle actually leads the Colts in targets, in receptions, and receiving yards. If you need someone a little bit lower, try Jesse James on the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's only owned in 35% of leagues, so two-thirds of you can go out and get Jesse James. He is proving to be the actual tight end option for Big Ben and the Steelers. If you don't like that only owned in a quarter of leagues is Charles Clay out in Buffalo. Charles Clay could lead the Bills like he did last year in targets and catches. Check him out. And if you want to go real bargain basement, if you're in a real deep league or people have two tight ends on their roster, check out Zach Miller on the Chicago Bears, okay? With Jordan Howard hurt, you know that their wide receiver core has been decimated. Mike Glennon not getting a lot of time. They want to check down. Think about Zach Miller on the Chicago Bears. Last note I want to give you here is that the Jaguars have claimed former Texans wide receiver Jalen Strong, the Arizona State product, off of waivers, okay? That is probably just a bench depth ad behind guys like Alan Hearns and Mark... Um, and Marquise Lee, but remember, Allen Robinson got injured in week one. He tore his ACL, is out for the rest of the year, so the Jags are getting Jalen Strong to kind of fill that need. Alright, let's keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I told you about Monday Night Football. I told you exactly how that was going to go down. I called my shot when it comes to the Giants offensive line and this dumpster fire of an offense with or without Odell Beckham. I think this is a problem, and I think this problem is going to continue. Did you see Eric Flowers last night, the left tackle for the Giants? And more noticeably, did you see Ziggy Ansah just completely eat his lunch play after play after play? They need to figure out something, whether it's a back chipping, whether it's them sliding the line that way to support Eric Flowers. Um, they need to do something or maybe even just move Flowers to right tackle. I told you about this. And Ansah is a good pass rusher, but not a great one. Next week... The Giants go to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles, and one thing that the Eagles do well is rush the passer. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Timmy Jernigan there in the middle of that line. First-round draft pick Derek Barnett. I am legitimately scared for the health of Eli Manning next week in the city of brotherly love. I also told you about Shane Vereen, guys. Shane Vereen, 28 rushing yards. But that led the Giants. You throw on another 27 passing, receiving yards, gives about 60 yards in total, the three catches. I think that's going to continue. Paul Perkins, seven carries for 10 yards. Dumpster fire. Orleans Darkwar, three carries, 17 yards. Trash, okay? This is going to be Shane Vereen's job before long, and your boy spitting speeds called that. Also, What's the deal with Brandon Marshall? Brandon Marshall now has been targeted five times in two games with the Giants, one of which Odell Beckham was not playing. What is his role on this team? You know, they also speculated that he just might be done. Remember, two years ago, he had under over 100 catches. Last year for the Jets, he had 50-some-odd catches. Maybe he's just done.
You know, and if that's the case, you need to find anybody that would take Brandon Marshall if he's on your roster. I think he is actually cuttable. Brandon Marshall is cuttable, in my opinion. On the other side, listen, Detroit, they just didn't need to continue playing in the second half, okay? They were uh, grinding it down, trying to run out the clock, but Matthew Stafford continues to look like an elite quarterback. Amir Abdullah looked good against this Giants defense where I thought they were going to be good against the run, but Amir Abdullah had 17 carries for 86 yards. Theo Riddick in the game as well. And Eric Ebron, I told you about how Eric Ebron was going to eat because the Giants are struggle against the tight end, and Eric Ebron did that. 42 yards on five catches and a touchdown. So if you uh, had him in your lineup, he returned you double-digit points. The last thing I'm going to say, and this is the exact reason why we tell you to not go crazy and overreact after week one. After week one, everybody's diamond in the rough was Kenny Galladay. And I was saying, you know what? Hold tight on Kenny Galladay because you got Golden Tate. You got Marvin Jones. You got Theo Riddick. You got Eric Ebron. You got Amir Abdullah. And you never know. I call this a fantasy whack-a-mole kind of pass offense. One of these offenses where the sum is greater than the parts. That's why I love Matthew Stafford, but not many of the individuals in the passing game. Yeah, Kenny Galladay, one catch for eight yards. That is why we don't overreact after week one. Everybody was telling me, oh, I'm trying to trade for Kenny Galladay. Oh, uh, dang, you're stupid. Why don't you get more Kenny Galladay? This is why he is still the third best wide receiver in that offense, and I didn't think it was going to do that much. Okay, we got time. We can go to the phone calls. It looks like we got a couple of callers lined up. Let's start it off right now. We got Steve in Massachusetts. We're going to take a couple of calls going into the break. Then we're going to break down our ads and our drops, and then we'll go back to the callers a little bit later on. Our first call is Steve in Massachusetts. You're dropping stats over beats, my friend. How can we help you out? Do we have Steve? Sounds like we don't have Steve, so we keep it moving. We got time for one or two more calls. Let's talk about Blake in Houston. Blake in Houston has a question about J.J. Nelson. What's up, Blake? You're dropping stats over beats. You are on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up, man? Appreciate you taking the phone call. Uh, man, I just want to know what J.J.'s just his overall value went up. I mean, it looks like Brown's going to be out of another week, so... Yeah, are you are you asking because you have him already, or are you asking because you like want to maybe spend a waiver ad on him? No, uh, he's on my bench right now. Okay, so in that situation, here's what I'm going to say, Blake. Here's what I'm going to say, Blake, for you, and thanks for the call. I appreciate the love. Um, I personally would not be spending my fab budget or my waiver priority on a guy like J.J. Nelson. But if you have J.J. Nelson already on your bench, it's all good. Personally, I just don't believe in the Arizona Cardinals offense. Whether Smoke John Brown is there or not, whether David Johnson is there or not, my thesis, and if you listen to the show before the season started, my thesis was that Carson Palmer was done as a quarterback. Okay, And now that David Johnson is not really there anymore, I think defenses are going to try to protect against the pass and load up to try and stop Carson Palmer. Yes, J.J. Nelson is good for a bomb here or there, but I don't think that's something you should depend on week to week. If he, it's a boom or a bust play to have him in your lineups. I think, you know, week two is the best week he's going to have all season. Coming back, we'll take some of your calls, and I'll tell you what I think about the most uh, most heavily added and dropped players when we come back, dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. 
They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. La la la. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician, holding you down on a Tuesday as we get ready for waiver wires to run tomorrow and get your team ready for week three of the NFL and the fantasy football season. One of the things we got up on Twitter is a poll question. Which top ad would you spend your you know, fab budget or your waiver priority on if you had the opportunity to for this week. My options for you are Richard Higgins in Cleveland, Chris Thompson in Washington, Chris Carson in Seattle, or someone else. Let us know. We already have hundreds of votes. So thanks to everybody who's chiming in on Twitter at FNTSY Radio. You can always follow me at Spittin' Speeds as well. I'll be happy to try to help you out. Let me give you my take first on these top ads and some of the top drops that I'm seeing after week two. And then we're going to get back to the phone lines. Okay, I see the phone lines are lighting up. My man Chris Bavona taking care of you. The bounty hunter right there. Keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Making us blow up like a Samsung 7. The top five ads that I've seen in uh, season-long leagues. The first thing is Rashard Higgins. I mentioned it at the top of the show. He's listed as a starter right now. You know, Corey Coleman is gone with that broken hand. He may be someone who's designated to return in about six to eight weeks, so keep an eye out on that. The real question to me is what's going on with Kenny Britt? Kenny Britt, like I said, was outsnapped by Higgins last week, and Kenny Britt is just really not a part of this team. It almost seems as though the Browns are you know, getting ready to cut Kenny Britt. I... I think Rashad Higgins could be a viable play. Here's the only problem. And if you listen to the show, you know my thesis. I am trying to stay away from these bad offenses altogether. And I think Cleveland is one of them. They haven't really gotten going. Isaiah Crowell has not really gotten going, averaging only about 30 yards a game. So I don't know if you really can trust the, um, you know, how dynamic this Browns offense is. So if you want to spend on something like the Browns wide receiver, even if you think he is their number one wide receiver, and the jury is out on that. But if you're going to go ahead and pick up Rashad Higgins, you better be dropping someone else from one of these, like, quote-unquote bad offenses or someone who is just out, like a John Brown, for example, okay? Um, Number two that I want to talk about, just like the caller just said, is J.J. Nelson. And here's the thing. I feel the same way. I believe this Cardinals offense is go is spiraling out of control and is blunt guts trash. That's what I think it is. I think it's Carson Palmer and especially with no David Johnson, okay? J.J. Nelson is this kind of boom or bust kind of play. Uh... Nelson is going to be behind Larry Fitzgerald anyway, and I think he's touchdown dependent. Don't get me wrong. He blew up last week, had a great week, but again, it was against the Indianapolis Colts pass defense. He's not going to see a tasty matchup like that from week to week, so I don't think J.J. Nelson is someone who I would invest in and think that he's going to be a kind of week-to-week starter for me, okay? If I'm going on the uh, my fab budget on the waiver wire, I'm looking for someone who has the potential to be a starter for me, not only in bye weeks, but like that I can actually use as a part of my team. Otherwise, I'm not wasting where I am on the list of priority, okay? I'm waiting until I truly need it or unless your team was faced with an injury. Number three, however, is someone that I like, okay? And it is Chris Thompson, the running back on the Washington football team. I've been 
been telling you a few situations where I think the pass catching back is the back to own. I told you about Shane Vereen on the Giants. Last week, I told you about how I think Buck Allen can overtake Terrence West. And I've also been telling you about Chris Thompson on Lineup Lock Live Sunday in week one. He was my diamond in the rough. I think that Fat Rob Kelly is just a guy. I think that they don't really like Samaji Pirine. He has not kind of come on in the way that people expect. He struggled a little bit. I think that this Washington offense is also a volume-passing game offense with Kirk Cousins, and Chris Thompson is the back-to-own. I I know head coach John uh, Jay Gruden said we got to manage him, we got to limit him a little bit, but that's because he's showing up as the best player on that roster in terms of the running backs. Okay, so I like Chris Thompson. If he's out there, I think he is someone that you can invest some of your fab budget. You can put in a waiver claim for Chris Thompson. The fourth biggest ad right now is Chris Carson, and boy, do I believe in this one. Okay, I do believe that Chris Carson has surpassed Eddie Lacy, has surpassed Thomas Rawls as the back in Seattle. The only problem is that that offensive line is going to be bad all season long. I am I am encouraged by the fact that with that bad offensive line, Carson ran for over 90 yards last week, but that was at home against a bad San Francisco run defense. We'll see if he does it again. And there's also the chance that Thomas Rawls is just like rounding into form, rounding into game shape. You remember he missed week one. But I do think, as I told you yesterday, one of my biggest takeaways is that running back is a young man's hustle. Carson is the young man in that group. So I do think... Carson is worth a waiver claim and worth an ad. The fifth highest added player right now um, is Jason Witten, the age-old tight end out there in Dallas, okay? And listen, if you need him because, you know, you lost Greg Olson, let's say, and he's on your waiver wire, or Jimmy Graham continues to defecate the mattress for you in Seattle, and you think that you need to go a different direction, sure. But let me tell you something. He right now, listen, he had nine targets in week one, 13 targets in week two. I don't know that that is sustainable. I think Jason Witten will regress back to his normal status, which is a kind of plotter, little move the chains guy only as a security blanket when Dak needs it. I don't know. I think you know weeks one and two was kind of the peak of what Jason Witten would be, but if you need him, go ahead and get him. Some of the drops the top five drops. I'm not talking about guys who got hurt, okay? I'm not talking about Greg Olson. I'm not talking about Corey Coleman. I'm talking about people that are still out there that have been dropped. The first is Kerwin Williams. Yeah, you need to drop Kerwin Williams. I'm telling you, my thesis is that the Arizona Cardinals offense is trash. It is a dumpster fire. And also, I think Chris Johnson, who they just you know recently signed, but has been with that team before, and he knows the scheme. I think Chris Johnson is ultimately going to be the number one running back that replaces David Johnson. And why are you going to invest in the Cardinals anyway? Why are you going to invest in anything in that Cardinals offense? They only It took them more than four quarters to put up like 16 points against the Colts. Okay, so I would I would I would drop them as well. The number two ad and this hurts my heart. This hurts my heart. The number two uh, drop right now is my guy. Boom, boom, Bilal, pal, pal. And I got to tell you something. I understand. I understand. He is firmly in that committee with Matt Forte and Elijah McGuire. The Jets are dog meat anyway. And it seems like they are riding out Matt Forte. It seems like Matt Forte is getting more touches. I would not have thought that would be the case. But 
That was also the case early in the season last year. They used Forte a lot early in the season, and by the middle and end of the season, it was all Bilal Powell. I understand dropping Bilal Powell right now, but I personally would hold on to him because I actually think that this committee, I think Forte is going to you know decrease, and I do think Powell will be a guy who you can have on your rosters. I understand dropping him now, but... When he's in a three-person committee with McGuire and how the Jets' offense is so poor, but you know it, it hurts my heart. Um, the third biggest drop right now, and I definitely think you need to drop this guy, is Legarrette Blunt in Philadelphia. Okay, LGBT has not been doing anything. They like Wendell Smallwood. They like Darren Sproles much better. It looks like Legarrette Blunt has fallen off a cliff. He was doing things in that Patriots offense last year. It doesn't look like he's suited for this Philadelphia team. If you have Legarrette Blunt, you could try to flip him, try to trade him. Maybe someone respects the name value there, but I don't think that's the case. I think you need to move on from Legarrette Blunt. Number four on this list is Thomas Rawls, and I think this one is interesting. We talked about how Carson was one of the big-time ads. So that's part of the reason why people may be dropping Thomas Rawls, and I understand that. But here's the thing. Remember, Rawls was injured, so maybe he's just rounding into form. Maybe this was like a preseason game for him. Okay, If if you have Thomas Rawls on your roster, I would wait one more week. I'd wait and see to see if this really is Carson's backfield because you don't know. Yeah, the rookie just popped and had 90-plus yards in week two. But I would hold on to Thomas Rawls at least for another one or two weeks just to see if this backfield really is, like, is Carson really a bell cow workhorse? I'm not ready to say that just yet. I'd hold on to Thomas Rawls. And the fifth biggest at, uh, drop is, uh, is Mr. Hooper, tight end Austin Hooper down in Atlanta. It's interesting. He had two targets in week one. And he had two targets in week two. But after week one, one of them was a touchdown, a 77-yard touchdown, and that helped out a lot of people. All of a sudden in week two, he got his two touches, he got his two catches, but he only got like seven or eight yards. So that's why people are dropping him. I think there are other tight end options out there, and it does look like Austin Hooper is going to be touchdown dependent. Although in that Falcons offense, there's going to be a lot of touchdowns scored, okay? So yeah, I understand dropping Hooper if you need another tight end or if you need the roster space, and because he is in fact touchdown dependent, in my opinion. What I want to tell you about though right now is uh, the Fantasy Sports Network. We are partnering with DKMS. I don't know if you know this already or not, but we're doing that to help fight blood cancer. Okay, and the way it works is that if you go to dailyroto.com or if you go to rotoexperts.com slash DKMS, what we're doing is we're putting out free entry daily fantasy contest every week of the football season, all right, from weeks 1 through 16. You're free to enter. You can compete, right? And if you win, you get entered into a DFS contest week 17 of the football season, okay? And there, it's only going to be a 16-person contest. If you beat the other 15 winners in week 17, you win two tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota, okay? And it's really great because as you go on, you're going to learn a lot more about how you can fight blood cancer. And part of it is because you could be a donor. You could be a stem cell donor. You could be a blood donor. You could be a bone marrow donor. And that's really helpful with people who have this disease of blood cancer. And the people that they like the most to donate the blood, bone marrow, are are actually guys between kind of like 20 and 50. So it's a smart partnership for DKMS to partner with 
with the Fantasy Sports Network because that's what we do here. That is our demographic as well. It is a no-lose situation. My man Chris Bavona did it. He registered to become a blood donor. There it is. Drop a bomb on it, Chris. You are one of my heroes for that. So go on over, dailyroto.com, rotoexperts.com, slash DKMS, and you could listen to me, Spitting Speed. You could also listen to my show from 6 to 7 p.m. right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Me and Tony Sincata, Lineup Lock Live. We help set your DFS lineup. Tony Sincata is the man, okay? He brings it. He absolutely gets it done. You could also hear me on Lineup Lock Live Sunday mornings, and we get you ready for week three. But go ahead and go on over there to those websites, slash DKMS, and enter as we team up to help fight blood cancer. When we come back, we're going to reopen the phone lines. I know we got a lot of callers, waiver wired, fab budget, trade questions, all that and more. Your boy is helping you out, spitting speeds right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. De La Soul coming back, dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. My man Chris Bavona, the bounty hunter on the ones and twos, making it so hot that we sweat steam. I told you a little bit about some injury updates. I told you about Monday Night Football, and I told you my take on the top waiver wire ads and drops as they run right now, probably on a Wednesday morning, depending on your league. So I want to get you ready for that. We got a couple of calls on the line. Let's open up the phones. And right now, if you want to hop on with speeds, call me now. The number to call is 844-843-6879 and we kick off this segment of the Fantasy Freestyle with who are we starting with? I believe we are starting with Mike in Chicago. Mike in Chicago it sounds like you got a question about trading some running backs. Hey Mike, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? Yeah, bro. Uh, so, I got, I've got good running backs. I've got my starters is Devontae Freeman, Melvin Gordon, and at my flex I got Todd Gurley. So then on my bench, I have Tariq Cohen, Joe Mixon, and Derrick Henry. So I'm, I'm trying to get rid of Tariq Cohen because I've got, I'm streaming a quarterback. So I'm trying to get a quarterback for Tariq Cohen. Is he still there? All right, it sounds like you fell off, but uh, let me help you out, though. You got Freeman, Gordon, and Gurley as your top three. That is nice, okay? And you also have Mixon and Henry, and you mentioned Tyreek Cohen as well, uh, Tariq Cohen. I agree with you, man. I like what you're thinking, and, uh, you know, if, if, if you're asking, I, I validate that, okay? Mike, I, I, uh, I like what you're doing, and it, here's the thing also. It says you're in Chicago, so I don't know who you're playing with, but if you're playing in a fantasy football league in Chicago, the people in your league probably want to get Tariq Cohen, right? So, 
yeah, you said you maybe wanted some quarterback help. Absolutely. I'd package your quarterback, whoever that is, with Tarek Cohen and see if you could upgrade at quarterback because you'll still have Freeman and Gordon and Gurley that are studs. And you'll still have Mixon, who I believe is going to ascend under the new offensive coordinator in Cincinnati and Derrick Henry as well. I hope you're, uh, I hope that helps you out. I didn't get the end of your question, but I hope that helps you out, Mike. Um, call back. Feel free to call back if you want. All right, we got Matt in Delaware. Matt in Delaware has a question about who probably a guy that he spent his first round draft pick on and, uh, you know, is now on one of these bad offenses with bad offensive lines. We're talking about Odell Beckham. Matt in Delaware, you are on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I have Odell Beckham, and, uh, you know, he's, he's cost me a couple weeks with his injury, and not his fault. You know, nothing can, could be stopped from that happening. But I'm watching the Giants. I respected what you were saying last week, and I purposely didn't start Odell this week. Um, but I'm worried long term. I mean, should I look to trade Odell and maybe upgrade a running back position or something? Right now I have Crowell and Melvin Gordon. All right, um, and thanks for the call, Matt, and appreciate that you were listening. Yeah, I've been saying this for a little while, right? I've been saying that <clears throat> there is an impact to everybody, and this Giants offense. Let me let me tell you right now, Matt, the way I feel about this, okay? And if you've been listening to the show, and it sounds like you have, and I appreciate it. When you lose a running back, you know it's like next man up. When you lose your wide receiver, it's like next man up. But the same is not the case for the offensive line. If you look at some of these teams, the Cincinnati Bengals come to mind. The Seattle Seahawks come to mind. The New York football Giants come to mind. This offensive line play is going to be trash all season long. You saw. You saw the game last night. Eli Manning has no time to throw, okay? And it's not like he's Russell Wilson with the escapability. I am concerned that this is going to put a damper on Odell's production. Now, listen. Odell Beckham is a stud Obviously, but you know, uh, Matt, if you have other wide receivers that you could put in there, yeah, I wouldn't mind shopping Odell. I wouldn't mind you. You mentioned Crowell as one of your backs. He's also underperformed, as you know, averaging about I think like thirty, thirty-five yards a game. See if you could package Odell and Crowell and get a true elite talent. You know, when you're talking about Odell and Crowell as a package, you could get the Lev Bells of the world. You could get the Julio Joneses of the world. You can shoot for the moon and take Antonio Brown. So, yeah, I would see what is the market out there for Odell because I do believe that he is not going to perform like a top three wideout. The high ankle sprain is something that can linger, but this Giants offensive line in Eli Manning is a dumpster fire. Yeah, I would look to get away from that. Our next call, Cliff in Boston. Cliff in Boston, friend of the show. We've been talking to him for a while. Cliff, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. You got a question about waivers that's going to run tomorrow. What's up? How can I help you? All right, man. I got two quick questions for you. Go ahead. So my first question, I just completed a trade. Want to hear your thoughts. Okay. So I'm going to be sending over James White, J.J. Nelson. In return, I'm going to be getting Kelvin Benjamin, and Philip Rivers. Love it. So initially, what, what love, it. love it. Love okay. it. Love it. All right. All right. First of all, let me tell all you. Right. Let me tell you why. Okay. J.J. Nelson just had his best game of the year, man. He just had his best game of the year. And the Patriots running backs. I'm telling you, it is a fool's errand to rely on any one Patriots running back week to week. Kelvin Benjamin is actually someone who I think is going to ascend and get more opportunity now that Greg Olson is out. And there's nothing wrong with Philip Rivers as one of your quarterbacks. I love that trade because I love that trade for you so much you're gonna get a second question man how can i help you what's up cliff <laughs> all right man so in this same league that i'm talking in i'm number one right now in the waiver priority 
Now, I don't really need to reach, but I do want to ask, do you think this week, you know, I should put in a waiver? I've got Chris Thompson available. I've got Buck Allen available. Chris Carson. Do you think those guys are worth the uh, number one waiver priority? That's a tough question, man. Listen, here's the thing. I don't know. I don't know about the rest of your running backs. Okay, I don't know about the rest of your running backs. But thanks for the call. You're talking about all these guys on the waiver wire: the Chris Thompsons, the Carsons of the world, the Buck Allens. These are all running backs. The question is: Would they be week in, week out starters for you? You've already just traded uh, James White, and you didn't get a running back back in that trade. Where it sounds like you got Rivers and Benjamin back. So it sounds like you're dealing from a position of strength. If you're okay just trading James White, so without knowing more of it and Cliff you could always call back later on in the week but I personally I would save that number one waiver priority okay I think the number one waiver priority is a real asset so unless you're in a situation where you need Chris Thompson or you need Carson or you need Buck Allen because maybe you know you got a guy that uh, hasn't performed well like Isaiah Crowell you got a guy who got injured or something like that that you're worried about otherwise I would hold on to the number one waiver priority and wait a little bit later on in the season when one of your guys goes down and you are in a position of need you started by saying you are not in a position of need so because of that i'd say hold on to the asset that is the number one waiver priority all right we got another caller it is john in north carolina john in north carolina has some questions let's get after it john you're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle how can i help you oh man so uh, i got two questions for you uh first one it might sound a little crazy but i'm thinking of dropping i'm stacked at wide receiver so i'm thinking of dropping randall cobb for either tyrick cohen or uh, Chris Carson. Uh, if you if you are stacked at wide receiver, then I'm not mad at that at all, okay? I don't know what stacked means to you, and we don't have time necessarily for you to read them all out, but if you believe you are stacked and Randall Cobb is like your fifth wide receiver, you know, here's what I'll say, okay? Well, here's what I'll say is, first of all, check your studs wide receivers where you're all, where you feel safe. Make sure all of their buys are on different weeks, okay? And if that is the case, if you have, say, four wide receivers that are above Randall Cobb and they all have different buys, which mean you can plug in the fourth one for the buy weeks of all the other guys. If that is the case, then yes, go ahead and get yourself some Tariq Cohen, okay? This Tariq Cohen kid is a thing. Jordan Howard is hurt. The Bears' offense is trash, and Tariq Cohen leads in rushing, receiving, targets, receptions. He leads in every category, okay? So yes, if your wide receivers are stacked and Randall Cobb is like your fifth or worst wide receiver and the top four have different bye weeks, then go ahead and make that move and grab yourself Tarek Cohen, okay? Um, thanks for the call, though. First time I'm here from John in North Carolina. Hey, uh, Chris, it sounds like we got some more calls, right? It sounds like we got more calls. Our next caller is VJ in Texas. VJ in Texas has some questions about ascending quarterbacks. Uh, VJ, you're on the uh, Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you? Hey man, how's it going? I love your show. I appreciate hey, man. that. Man. Uh, so I got, uh, yeah, I got a question. First question, actually two, if you quickly answer it. One is, um, I'm in a standard league and I got to stream a quarterback this week, uh, cause I have, uh, Mariota and I don't think he's going to do well against Seattle. Okay. So the streaming is either Wentz, Simeon, or Cutler. And this is just for one week, just for this week. Uh, just for one week. Just this is one week. All right. Just for this week, it is not Carson Wentz, in my opinion, because that Giants secondary is good, even though they did not show up or show out on Monday Night Football. So I would not take Carson Wentz. Um, Trevor Simeon is interesting. Um, 
I think Jay Cutler, I think the Dolphins are going to ride Jay Ajayi against the uh, Jets this week. So of those, my pick would be Trevor Simeon because they're on the road. They're going to have to throw. You got those wideouts there in DT and Emmanuel Sanders. And I think C.J. Anderson really opens up the passing game for Denver. So given those options and for a one-week situation, I like Trevor Simeon. Thank you so much. And my second question is, is I got a PPR league, half PPR league, where I'm running three receivers, and uh, I got Stephon Diggs, and I'm really worried that Bradford's not going to play this week. So uh, if I had to put Stephon Diggs in my um, in in my slot or my flex slot position, yeah, my flex position, would I run Derrick Henry, Cooper Cup, your buddy uh, Jaquez Rogers? Or, um, yeah, those are the three. You know my answer, man. You already know my answer. Come on now. We're going pop quiz, jock quiz, man. I think the Stefan Diggs, listen, listen, man, I have Stefan Diggs in my own season long league. Okay. And I, here's what I'll tell you. I do think the loss of Bradford impacts Diggs the most on that team. Thielen is still going to get his catches as a slot under the radar guy. Delvin Cook is still going to get his work. And Kyle Rudolph is still going to get his work as well. Rudolph, the red zone reindeer. I got that from my man, Corey Parson. I think that impacts Diggs the most as a down the field outside guy. But, uh, it is not Derrick Henry. He had a great game, but that was because DeMarco Murray had a hamstring injury. You know it. It's my man, Pop Quiz, Jaquiz Rogers. And they're going to be in a more competitive game, so I think they're going to use Jacquez Rogers for the entire game. Thanks for the call, though. Everybody else, I'm going to try and get to you if I can when we come back right here, dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Freestyle. Unfortunately, the Carolina Panthers have, in fact, moved Greg Olson, their tight end, to injured reserve. I think it is a big boost to Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin is one of these kind of off-the-radar guys who's always returning wide-out two numbers at the end of the season, and you don't really think about it. I think even more opportunities go Kelvin Benjamin's way with the loss of Greg Olson. The same can be said for Christian McCaffrey. And keep an eye out on the other rookies, second-round pick out of Ohio State, Curtis Samuel. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is serious. You should have a healthy fear of us. Bust the rhymes as we come back right here, dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube Live. Uh, we're trying to hold you down, getting you ready for waiver wires and for NFL and Fantasy Football Week 3. Thanks to everybody who called in at 844-843-6879. We don't have time for any more callers, unfortunately, this episode. Blake in Dallas, I see you. You're asking me about selling high on Todd Gurley. I wouldn't do that. I like Todd Gurley. I think it remains for the entire season. I think the addition of the wide receivers on the outside, the development of Jared Goff helps uh, Todd Gurley. Allen in New York City. Steve out there in Canada. Hey, Steve, you're asking about T.Y. Hilton. I'm fading T.Y. Hilton. I think this Colts offense is trash, and I don't think Andrew Luck sees the field for a long time, if at all, this year. But if you have more questions, you can holler at me on Twitter. At Spittin' Speeds is the handle. Follow me. Ask me questions. I try to hit you up. We asked you a question out there. We asked you which uh, waiver wire ad would you go first with, and 63% of you say Chris Carson, the running back in Seattle. I do believe he's Leapfrog, Thomas Rawls, and Eddie Lacy, but I would give it a little while. I wouldn't drop Thomas Rawls. 
overalls just yet. Remember, he was dealing with that injury. As he gets into game shape, he may form a committee with Carson. All right. I want to... Uh, I want to tell you about two stories that I thought were very, very interesting real quick if we have time. The first is, I don't know if you saw this, but you know there are two Brandon Marshalls in the NFL. And a lot of people were trolling Brandon Marshall on the Giants after his performance yesterday in Monday Night Football. Brandon Marshall, the other Brandon Marshall, quote-unquote, on the Denver Broncos, he was responding to people. And he was responding to people in a kind of like combative way. I thought it was very funny. Brandon Marshall, the linebacker on the Denver Broncos, responded to people saying, yo, F the Giants. He he said, and people thought it was Brandon Marshall, the wide receiver on the Giants. He responded to another guy, yo, meet me in the parking lot after the game. This is crazy if you think actually Brandon Marshall, the wide receiver, is going to do that um, with fans. And also, he said, uh, come say that to my face to someone else who was trolling Brandon Marshall, the wide receiver, and just got it wrong. Make sure you know who you're actually trolling if you're going to do that, okay? I remember that same thing happened with LeVar Ball a few months ago. The other thing I wanted to tell you Real quick, before we get out of here on Fantasy Freestyle on a Tuesday, is I don't know if you saw this, but I remember I was talking to you about that fight in the desert on Saturday, Triple G and Canelo Alvarez, and I told you about how Adelaide Bird scored the fight 10 rounds to 2 for Canelo Alvarez and how it made me feel dirty. It made me feel like while I saw a good fight and I could see how people would call it a draw, I thought Triple G won slightly, um, that the 118 to 110 score was absolutely ridiculous, and I was saying that Adelaide Bird was either on the take or needs to like go away. Well, check this out. Adelaide Bird has been forced to stand down as a judge, as a judge that scores fights in the state of Nevada. I think that's very interesting because of all this kind of backlash. In fact, Adelaide Bird has been told to stand down as a judge, will not be judging world-class fights anymore for the foreseeable future in Vegas. I formally tip my cap to whatever the boxing commission is out there in Vegas that decided to do that because I agree. It is a stain on the sport where the best fight the sport can make right now, people are leaving with a bad taste in their mouth even though they saw a good fight because they're just thinking that the game is rigged and boxing was fixed. So I appreciate that that move happened. Maybe when they have the rematch, which I believe will be on Cinco de Mayo 2018 in Las Vegas, maybe it'll be on the up and up. Not to say it wasn't. But this score from Adelaide Bird made it look like it wasn't. Come on back tomorrow, Fantasy Freestyle. After waiver wires have run, we'll talk about free agent pickups, who to add, who to drop, who to trade for. And I'll start to preview game by game as we look ahead to week three of the NFL season. If I didn't get to you on the phone, holler at me on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. And we'll be back here tomorrow from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern time, dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Peace.